Music is literally just squiggly air that makes you feel things. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Be Hair podcast, where we talk about how we can live more mindfully by living more musically. My name is Brian Royce, and this is where I share my journey with music and mindfulness. This is our first episode. I'm excited. We're going to talk a bit about what mindfulness is, what music is, how they're related, and what you can expect from this podcast as we grow together. But before we jump in, wherever you are, please just pause and take two deep breaths with me. So let's go. You don't need to change anything about what you're doing, where you're sitting. Just inhale slowly and observe the sensation of air moving through your nose or mouth down your lungs as your belly expands. Observe the feeling of where your body makes contact with any surface, that might be the chair, the floor, and observe any sounds that spring up around you without any judgment. I'm glad that you've chosen to be here. Like I said, this is the very first episode of the Be Here podcast, and I'm super excited to share this journey with you. Before we get into it, I just want to start by telling you a story of where the inspiration for this journey came from, and then we'll talk a bit more about what I'm referring to as mindfulness and music and why they're so important. Okay, so my name is Brian Royce. I'm a soul pop singer-songwriter from Kingston, Jamaica, and I've been involved with music from a young age. I'm talking single digits. So I started off as a singer, um, and it we, always was just my thing, you know, growing up singing in church, um, singing in school musicals, other singing groups and solo competitions. Um, I had this obsession with being a really great singer. Um, and that led me uh, to falling in love with the wider world of music as I see it now and evolving today. Um, it's a really exciting um, and ever evolving space to be in. And I'm really grateful that this is where my journey has taken me. Um, but in terms of mindfulness now, I became interested in mindfulness at the beginning of 2020, just before the pandemic. Um, I know that, listen, everybody's life got thrown off balance in the pandemic. I mean, mine too. But for me personally, COVID came at a time when I was gearing up for some serious life transitions, which just suddenly got shut down. You know, apart from like the regular interruptions, like not being able to go to the gym or um, my work schedule got interrupted. I didn't get to see the students I tutor as often. Um, it coincided with the unexpected loss of some of my musical equipment. I lost uh, my laptop with a lot of my new recordings on there, as well as, and probably most impactful for me, the loss of my voice due to vocal nodules. I'll be temporary, temporarily. I eventually worked my way back up. Um, but in the moment it felt final. It was like, this is it. Like nothing's going to happen for you. Um, it was a hard time emotionally, um, as it was for a bunch of people, I'm sure. Um, and that was when I turned to this practice of meditating primarily as a means of regulating my own fragile emotional state at that time. So I started with a guided meditation app that sort of walked me through the basics of mindfulness meditation and kept me accountable to showing up every day for 10 minutes by giving me this little streak on a calendar and God, you know, I hate to break a good streak. Um, so during that time, I got to explore my own internal world a lot, a lot more deeply um, through this practice of just observing what was going on in the present moment and continually coming back to my breath as the rhythmic constant that would just bring my mind back down to now. 
if you know what I'm saying. So the inspiration for this podcast and the connection of mindfulness to music really came after learning to cope with losing my voice to vocal nodules, like I said, and exploring the importance of the breath, not just in meditation, but in singing. That's really what opened up my, my mind to see that there's so many connections between this world of mindfulness and music and got me so passionate about talking about these things. So in singing, for example, any vocal coach will emphasize the importance of the breath, singing with the breath, not enough breath support. When you don't sing with the right breath support or with the right resonance placement, you can use too little air or too much force when you're singing and you can damage your vocal folds, which is what happened to me, singing too much Bruno Mars. Sorry, Bruno, love you. Um, the, the breath is what carries your voice and really makes it shine the way that it does. Right? And in mindfulness practice, the breath is what connects your, your untethered mind, which is probably flying at 10,000 miles an hour, to your body, which you can directly calm and control by focusing on your breath. So part of my musical journey has been in relearning how to breathe, basically, and when to breathe, um, or when to take intentional breaths in a song before you know you're going to need to like lean into this phrase a little bit more heavily. And part of my mindfulness journey has been learning how and when to, to breathe or take intentional time to practice just being here. Um, it's, it's, it became obvious to me quickly that the secret to both disciplines has always been to make your breath intentional. And that's really the inspiration for this podcast and sort of the be here lifestyle. Um, because I think the lessons here are transferable, you know, like being able to make your, your communication intentional, being able to make your time intentional, make your mind intentional. Um, so even, even the symbol on this cover art, right? It's a quarter note rest in Western music notation. So what that means, the symbol just represents a point in the music where there is an intentional silence. You don't play a note when you see this symbol. Um, or you don't sing or make a sound. It's a pause, if you will. If you're a singer like me, you'll likely associate some of these pauses as your time to breathe, like breathe hair. So this is the premise of the be hair um, lifestyle. Um, it's an intentional time in the middle of music, you know, to breathe. An intentional time in the middle of your life to breathe. And I'm hoping to create a platform that encourages mindfulness through music. A space where you can be honest with yourself, take a breath, feel refreshed, and even learn a thing or two about music as you go. And hopefully connect to a community with some other self-aware music lovers out there, because there's a lot of us. Alright, so let's 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 move into it. What is mindfulness? I feel like that's where we really need to start. If you're unfamiliar with mindfulness meditation, put in the simplest terms possible. It's the practice of using an object of meditation, most commonly your breath, but it doesn't have to be, to bring your attention to the present moment without judgment and keep it there. That's it. That's basically it. It's something you can benefit from um, by actually practicing it. You can't just talk about it. You have to actually build the habit of it. Um, and what you'll find is that as you do it, it's a lot harder than it sounds. It sounds so rudimentary and like, duh, this is, how is this going to help me? But what you'll find is after a few moments, your mind is gone. Again, you're thinking about what you said to that one person that one time a couple of weeks ago and what you need to do later once you're done being bored here um, to prepare for tomorrow's meeting or what you would say in some imaginary argument in some hypothetical situation that doesn't even exist, right? This is just what your mind does. 
at least talking from personal experience and other people who I've spoken to. It's just what happens. But the real practice begins when you train yourself to recognize that you're gone and to bring your mind back to your breath right now. Mindfulness takes takes you back to the present moment to witness sort of as this passive observer of your own experience non-judgmentally. You can double underline that last part for the people who, like me, are very self-critical. Okay, so why the breath though? Like it doesn't have to be the breath, but why? The, the breath is one of the most accessible objects of meditation, quote unquote, because it is sort of the one bodily process that's under automatic control, right? It's just running there in the background all the time that you actually can consciously hijack to regulate your mind and body connection. This simple practice, right, is actually supported by loads of research with more emerging research um, by the month about its various physical and um, mental health benefits um, and they're transferable to literally all areas of life well-being and anecdotally anyway I can support such claims about its benefits in like contracting negative self-talk depression alleviating anxiety in the moment helping with social anxiety um, helping to manage stress meditation helps me in the gym and it also helps to boost my creativity and confidence when I'm performing um, it's, I mean, look, I know it's not a magic bullet um, or a one-size-fits-all solution for like mental health or physical health, for sure, for sure. But you can definitely think of it as like a booster shot of sorts to your immune system. Or kind of like if life is a video game, like a power-up that you can use at literally any time. Um, it's really, it really is hard to overstate like the profound impact of what seems like such a simple exercise. But honestly, I give it just a few years before mindfulness is regarded in popular discourse with the same level of importance as like physical exercise. It's, it's basically exercise for your attention span. And I, I, I've come to think of it as a cornerstone habit um, for my health, just like brushing my teeth. You know, if I go to sleep without brushing my teeth, I feel gross. I'm sorry. And if I start the day now without meditating, I just feel off balance, right? So please put aside any misconceptions you might have about meditation practice or, or mindful lifestyle, um, about it you know, requiring any kind of religious or spiritual affiliations. We are invoking no religious doctrine or faith in the supernatural, in the very simple practice of just being mindful of your breath where you are right now. Okay, so the next question is, what is music? I mean, it sounds like a dumb question. Music is music, though. Everybody knows what music is, but that's just because you happen to be raised as a human. What if you're an alien and you're coming to Earth and you're like, what is this thing called music? So let's be very specific. Um, the way that I understand music um, has three fundamental pieces in there. So the first is rhythm. The next is pitch. And sorry, the first is rhythm. The second is pitch. The third is expression. So let's say, let's give an example, story time again. Let's say it's a rainy Sunday evening, right? You're on your balcony, you're listening to the rain just pitter-pattering onto a metal drain right outside. And you hear the of the raindrops in a fairly consistent and predictable pattern. Rhythm, that's rhythm. Do you call that music? No, but I'd say you're definitely working up to something, right? Now let's say somebody hums a soft note, right? 
um, and introduces a pitch. No, you're getting somewhere because um, now you have rhythm and the workings of, of pitch. Maybe they add another note after it, right? No, you have a melody. And let's say they add another note on top of that melody simultaneously and they create what's called a harmony. Now you have a chord and some emotional color to that sound. Maybe they start to hum a bit louder and with some more energy behind what is coming across as a, a rich, sultry voice over the, the pitter-patter of the rain. And maybe there's still no words yet, but the person humming sounds, let's say they sound hurt, like they're in pain, right? Now you've got rhythm, you've got pitch, you've got expression, boom, you've got music. That's music. To put it in simple terms, rhythm is basically the subdivision of any sound throughout time. So that's like how fast or slow the song is um, and on what beat does each sound fall. You can think of pitch as anything to do with any actual note or frequency that is played or sung and the relationship between different notes to form chords and chord progressions, etc. And expression, you can think of as sort of like the soul that goes into the sound itself, more than just the raw physics of the frequencies. So that's like the timbre of the person's voice or the instrument. Um, what kind of dynamics, is it played really loudly or played really quietly? The, the lyrics to a song would also go under the expression because that's really where we, we get to put um, real interpretation and meaning um, to the music that we play. I think it's amazing that it's globally Music is something that is globally felt and understood. It's cross-cultural, right? It's hardwired into us as humans. It's deeply tied to our emotions and has been a force in the development of our species just across time. Um, and I think most impressively is how it brings people together. Think about it. It's really just, it's really just the rhythmic compression and expansion of molecules, like in air. It's just it's organized frequencies and waves. One of my favorite sayings is music is literally just squiggly air that makes you feel things. It's the, it's the closest thing to magic that we have, right? And that's, that's why, at least for me, it's one of the things I keep very close to my heart. And I'm sure that you relate, right? Most importantly, though, I believe that your appreciation for music can be enhanced from mindfulness practice. And your experience of mindfulness can be enhanced from musical practice. They, they really go hand in hand here and they make for a more thoroughly enjoyed life, I believe. So what I mean is mindfulness training can help you to be more present and aware of what's going on in things like a, like a musical piece, for example. But the opposite is also true. So musical training can also sort of become an object of mindfulness that trains your mind to be more attuned to and present to what's going on in the music and therefore what's going on in your daily life. So what can you expect from this podcast? All right, well, I think you'll relate to this podcast if you've ever entertained the thought of becoming a more self-aware person, you know, more in tune with yourself and your mind, or if you've ever wondered just like, what is it about this, this one song that I just love so much? If either of those things is you, then hopefully this will bring some value to you. Especially if, like me, you've ever wanted to get out of a rut and into a groove, right? This podcast is for you if you want to get out of a rut and into a groove. Live a more intentional life, a more joyful life. That's what it's all about. 
On our future episodes of this podcast, we're going to break down musical phenomena that I think are super fascinating, make it digestible for everybody, even if you're not a musician, but just somebody who connects with music, which basically all of us do. Um, and we're going to talk about what insights we can draw from this practice of music and how it can improve your life, even if you're not getting up on a stage to perform anytime soon. The goal here is to make music more understandable to anyone, especially non-musicians. And also, and also, to make conversations around mindfulness mainstream. To make mindfulness meditation practice just regular in our common um, conversations about like, oh, did you go to the gym this morning? Oh yeah, how was your meditation like this evening? You know, along the way, we're going to talk to musicians, we're going to talk to mental health advocates, hopefully people engaged in scientific research on these topics, actual therapeutic practice, music producers and other artists, and basically just about anybody in between who brings a unique perspective to living a more mindful life and a more musical life. And every episode, every episode, we're going to spotlight a featured song of the week and we're going to talk about what we love about it. Um, for you to listen to it with a more discerning air and appreciate it hopefully even deeper. So today's featured song is Good Days by Scissor. So go listen to it and pay attention to the way the strings and the ambient outside noises make you feel like you're taking a breath of fresh air. The way that, listen to how the kick is consistent and how it makes you feel like you're just walking along, like taking a walk outside. And the way the melody goes from low to high to back down low and up again, kind of like an emotional roller coaster. All the while, Scissor's just having a great day. So, and by the way, if any of these musical terms confuse you, don't worry, we're going to talk about them in all the episodes to come. So, again, if you're here, we're super grateful that you are a part of this journey with us. So remember to follow the podcast on whichever major streaming platforms you get your podcasts at. You can reach out to me at Brian Royce, that's Brian with a Y, on Instagram to leave your comments and feedback and reviews on the podcast. We appreciate all of them. Um, and it would also make me super happy if you'd like to keep up with my journey as a musician by streaming my music on all major music platforms and by connecting with me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, The Works. I'm everywhere. If you think there's someone I should invite onto the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out. I love chatting with new people, especially if they bring a fresh perspective to the table. So let's go. So as you move through the day, remember to be here and be mindful of where your attention's at. All right, make it good, make it groovy, and catch you next time on the Be Here podcast.